All right. This uh this is the no one's clapping podcast. I said I was going to do this about I don't know, 2 months ago at this point. Um just kind of been busy. But essentially this podcast I wanted to just uh you know, I know I you know I know I have the the shoot and text back podcast, but I wanted to uh make something where one it was just me and it was kind of just uh train of thought just whatever I was talking about but two I also wanted something where I can just talk about my music and I feel like you know I can freely talk about it on shoot and text back but you know I uh it's not just my podcast it's a uh it's a two-man thing so I don't want to be selfish but this uh I could say fuck will <laughs> and I could say whatever I want uh obviously that's a joke but um yeah, so no one's clapping. It's uh, pretty much just going to be me talking about my music, talking about the process, talking about how I'm feeling. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's going to be intimate. It's going to be uh, me by myself in my closet, which I'm currently sitting in, <clears throat> which might be a weird place to do a podcast, but uh, I feel like you'll, it will allow me to just speak freely. Um, where am I at right now? Uh, life is weird. I'm trying to figure out this music thing. I'm trying to figure out how, how to make it, essentially. I mean, granted, that's what everybody in LA is trying to do. Um, I don't know. I've been doing this for six years. I feel like the first, um, honestly, first three years... I was I was taking it serious. I feel like I've been taking it serious since day 1. But it was more it was more of like it was more of an idea, you know? Although in my in my mind I was taking it serious. I feel like I didn't do as much as I could have. Even to this point, even to the present day, I've always feel like I could be doing more, which is sometimes kind of a negative attitude and a negative outlook just because like it's I feel like I'm constantly beating myself up you know I ideally I'd want to put out a lot more music you know at the minimum one song a month but it's tricky I feel like I'm not that type of artist there's some there's some artists a lot of artists actually who can you know make six songs in one night or you know whatever the fuck they do but I really like to take my time with things and I feel like because the things I talk about are pretty personal and you know sometimes I allow myself a month to just write the song to finish the lyrics sometimes I write one verse in a sitting you know in 10 minutes but then the next verse takes me I don't know three weeks four weeks and it's not that it's taking me literally four weeks but I sit down and write it in bursts. I kind of feel like sometimes, depending on what the topic is, <clears throat> I have to, um, I have to kind of live life, or really like dive deep and see how I'm feeling. Um, and sometimes that's tricky, you know. Sometimes I'll get writer's block and I'll get stuck on a certain part, and my instinct is to force it and kind of keep pushing through. And sometimes that works. There's no, like, there's no answer to every problem, or there's no formula. Uh, you know, it's always different, but 
what I've noticed is when I do take a break or I do walk away from it from a bit, even though in doing so I always feel guilty, I, uh, you know, the best result always comes because a lot of the times a melody or a lyric or what, you know, the way I'm phrasing things, it kind of comes when I step away from the mic, when I step away from my computer um, and I'm just on my couch or in my kitchen cooking or, you know, doing at the mall, doing whatever. I don't go to the fucking mall. What am I talking about? Uh, but yeah, like, uh, whenever I step away from the project, that's when it kind of falls into place. Um, I was, uh, the way I, the way I write a lot of the times is through, um, and I feel like a lot of people these days do this, especially if you have an iPhone. I mean, I don't know if Android or those other fucking phones do this too. I don't know. I'll never use one of those motherfuckers. Um, <clears throat> not that iPhone is incredible. It's a great uh, piece of technology for me. But uh, I don't know. I just I like the way it looks and how it feels in my hand. Don't ask questions. Uh, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah, voice memos. I use voice memos all the time. In my phone, I probably have thousands, and uh, I've been doing it since since I started making music. You know, I'll kind of because the way my brain works is I'll think of think of uh, like I said a lyric or a certain the way I'm phrasing something or a melody um, or a tone or whatever it is, and if I don't record that bitch instantly, I forget it. Even if this is ten seconds later, I know there's a lot. I've seen like a lot of people work. And they can remember exactly the lyric or or the melody, you know, hours from that point. Like, I think Jay-Z doesn't write down any of his lyrics. Like, that would never work for me. I need to record it. I need to write it down. I need to fucking make a video. I need to write a letter to my mom. Like, uh, I have to do everything just to re- re- remember the melody. Remember what I was doing and even then I, I I feel like I have this problem where I can't 100% recreate what I put down the first time and uh yeah but anyways like you know with that being said the voice memos still help a lot so I have countless I, I mean for every song that I've ever done I have a voice memo for the, you know the first verse for the hook for the mini hook ideas that that I came up came up with for that particular song. I have the bridges. I you know everything, um, and a lot of the times, like you know, the first one is very different than take. I don't know twenty. Sometimes I'll record you know fifteen voice memos for one part of a song, you know, and that's spaced out between a couple days, a couple weeks, a couple hours. I don't know, and you can hear the progression and you can hear it change. Um, the weird thing is like, I, I posted one on my Instagram, uh, uh, for a song I have called quarter century. And it was a version of the third verse listening, listening back. I actually preferred, and maybe that's just because it's like new, um, new in the sense that I haven't heard it since I recorded that voice memo, but I actually preferred in that moment, when I posted it two days ago, uh, how that sounded, and again, it could could be just because it's fresh to my ears, uh, and I don't know why I changed it many months 
years ago at this point when I recorded that song. I don't know why I changed it because a lot of the times I'll, I'll, you know, if I'm recording a voice memo, unless I'm just kind of like letting the phone record and I'm trying to come up with a melody, typically when I record the voice memo, that means that I'm on the way to some, finding something I like or I like it. So I don't know what happened there. Uh, Ava used to always yell at me because I want to say, sorry, excuse me. <clears throat> I want to say two years ago, um, I was really, really like bad at that. I would always, if I found something I liked, she would always make fun of me because she was like, even though you like this right now, in two months, you're going to change it. And I always did that. I think I was very uncertain uncertain on what I liked and and maybe I liked it in the moment but yeah when it came down to it I always changed it especially last minute so maybe that was the case with quarter century I mean I wrote that song I don't know what was that 2015 I don't I don't remember when I when I released that um no 2016 <clears throat> so yeah I, I was always changing things these days I'm a little better um I feel like when I find something I like, I kind of stick to it just because that original feeling, there, there's there's a reason why I liked it. So uh, I'm trying these days to trust my gut a little more. Um, but uh, yeah, like I was going through my phone today in the thousands and thousands of voice memos. Uh, also, sorry if I'm getting sidetracked. This is a one-person conversation and it's kind of just free thought. So it might be all over the place. Uh not might. It's definitely going to be all over the place. Uh, but yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, this is uh, January 1st. This is March 3rd, 2018. And uh, I don't know what it is. I think it's uh, I think it's me. All It's called, it's titled Hook, which majority of my voice memos are just called, you know, whatever the default that iPhone saves it as, new recording 462 or whatever the fuck it makes it. Uh, but yeah, to preface this, a lot of the times when I do voice memos, I'm just trying to get the idea out as fast as possible because 10 seconds prior is when I came up with it. And like I said, I, they fucking fly away out of my mind real quick. So I'm trying to just capture that. So I'm not really like focused on performance or anything. So, uh, you know, be easy on these. But uh, yeah, this one's called The Hook. So it sounds like I thought you pick me up. So it's uh this is actually the bridge of um staycation. And uh when I came up with this initially, I thought it was going to be the hook. When I eventually went to record it, it's it was too slow. It didn't feel very hooky. Um so I made it the bridge. And uh yeah, this is a 4 minute clip audio clip of me just trying to figure it out. Let me skip to the end and see what we have. Everything you do for me, everything you do for me. When everything's stalling, you in the clutch. When my world is falling, you pick me up. How could I thank you? Even if I tried, I couldn't come close to. So, that's pretty close to what the final product is as far as like melody choice um some of the lyrics are different i uh, if you notice at the end um i just repeated everything you do for me everything you do for me and i thought that's what it was going to be 
I remember specifically, I was in the kitchen with uh, Ava, my girlfriend, and she was cooking, and I was just kind of standing next to her. And I, I feel like I use her as a bouncing board a lot. Um, she might get annoyed by that, but I don't know. That's just kind of how I work. I, uh, I have to kind of talk out why I chose those lyrics or why I chose that melody. And once it starts to make more sense to me, um, I feel like then it clicks in. <clears throat> and I remember she was cooking like gnocchi or some shit. Um, I don't know why I specifically remember this. Gnocchi from Trader Joe's, if you must ask. It's very tasty. It's in aisle three. I don't know what aisle's in. But um, yeah, she was uh, cooking the gnocchi. And, uh, you know, I was just kind of singing the melody over and over again. And then uh, I, I think I said like, uh, instead of uh, everything you do for me, everything you do for me, I said something like everything you do for me, I owe you or you owe me, uh, no, I, sorry, I owe you, um, I think I said, like, a random number, and I was just like, okay, that, that, that that's kind of cheesy, um, I was thinking, like, very much, like, Gambino, um, 3005, um, and then, uh, I thought, I, I was like, what's, you know, how can I, how can I phrase that, and I, I'm always fighting myself, because I always wanted to be as poetic as possible, you know, uh, and it's still something I struggle with to this day. I feel like it'll be something I'll always struggle with, but then that's when, like, the infinity hit me, and it's, I think I just said, like, um, everything, everything you do for me, I owe you infinity, and I remember right when I said that the first time, Ava, like, turned around and looked at me, and she was like, that's it, and, you know, it, it's always, I, uh, there's always moments like that. I even have, like, a moment for when I wrote the song, I'm Hooked, and I, and I, uh, you know, just murmured the, the melody, um, and I'll, you know, I'll play that voice memo maybe in a different episode. But it was like a very similar thing. Like we both knew in that moment, like that's the hook. That's, that's it. Don't even change it. Record that now. Print it. Send it to the mix master. Put it on iTunes. Um, so yeah, the, uh, the, the same way that I kind of just talk out on this podcast, like whatever I'm saying, just kind of letting it fall out of my mouth. It's very, very similar to the same way. Even if I'm not always literally speaking it in my head, it's kind of the same thing. I just kind of replay it um, sometimes to the degree of like making me feel crazy or like when it, do it doesn't always click and it doesn't always come. So the moments that it doesn't come, it's kind of uh, discouraging, no, definitely discouraging. And like it fucking bums me out. So that's also a constant battle. But, you know, uh, when I did get to that point of finally finding the bridge, I was very happy. Um, this is from... Here's another one. It's called Staycation First Demo. And this was created on December 27th, 2017. So, as you see, just right there, I sat on this song for a while. I mean, I probably sat on this song damn near six months. And, you know... You know I, I always create, at least these days, up until like the past song that I'm working on right now that's not currently out, um, a lot of the times I work on the instrumental first and I have to find that groove. And once I find that groove that I like, you know, it inspires me and I feel like I can swim in it essentially with the melody, uh, that's when I start writing the lyrics. And again, that, you know, the process is always different. Sometimes I can do it in one afternoon. Sometimes it takes months. So yeah, this is called Staycation First Demo. Uh, let's check this out. Say it ain't slow. Say it ain't so. When you talk, I just sip slow. 
watches them lips go. My feelings don't flip though. My shoulders been chipped more lately than ever. I'm distant. Say it ain't so. When you talk, I just sip slow. Watch as them lips go. My feelings don't flip though. My shoulder been chipped more lately than ever. I'm gone with the clever. This is me just trying to figure out what the lyrics are. Uh, so yeah, as you can tell, uh, it's pretty close. I mean not all the way there the timing of the final product is in the flow is a little different but it's pretty close especially for like uh that being the first one a lot of the times my first one the lyrics aren't even the, the same of what the final product is so uh i don't know if that means that 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 one just felt right for me and i knew that it was in there i just had to keep digging and you know it wasn't too far sometimes the final product is a lot further um and again, I'll keep digging through to find find different voice memos for different songs. Maybe I'll even go back to like older, older EPs. Um, but yeah, it, it's always, it's tough. Like I, I, I put out a tweet today that said essentially, or fuck, I'll, I'll bring it up verbatim. Why? We have technology. I can, I can do that. Um, I put out a tweet today that said, yell at me to hurry up and finish my newest song. I'm 98% there, but I'm being lazy with the last 2%. Um, simple math. I feel like this is, this has been me since I was a kid. Every time that I'm coming close to the end, to the finish line on a project, whether that's music or photography or when I had a clothing company or whatever it is, that last 2%, that last even 10%, is always the hardest and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this I feel like a lot of the times because I do take I should have got water before I fucking started this but because I do take my time because I do take days weeks months to finish something not only do I get burnt out at the end but I lose the inspiration for a song and I fucking hate that like uh it's hard because you know after listening to the same thing on loop for how however many hours you know it gets it gets old and then you're you're at a point where you're just listening to noise and you're not sure is if this is even good anymore and i feel like you have to trust those initial um those voice memos you know because in the voice memos like sometimes i'll i'll record the melody really quick and then you'll hear me in the background be like yes that's it fuck yeah fuck yeah and i'll like you know whatever i say so yeah there was a point where I really liked it and there's a reason why I really liked it. So I kind of have to trust that. But sometimes, and a lot of the times you lose that. I mean, great examples. I'm, the song I'm working on right now, I'm, I'm so close and I would have had this done two weeks ago. Um, the verses only took me, I think I did it all in one day. I did both verse one and verse two, and wrote it and recorded it in one day, maybe a day and a half. Um, but then uh, when it came down to the hook, uh, it took me forever. You know, I think I rewrote the hook three times. Uh, the first version of the hook, as far as the lyric goes, I wrote like three different melodies for it. And then I took a, uh, then I, um, 
I took a, uh, a hook from an unreleased song of mine. I took that melody and those lyrics because it was kind of the same topic. And I tried to put that on there. It didn't work. Uh, you know, and I, I kind of had to keep figuring out, keep digging, essentially. Um, and then when I found the, the melody and I found the lyrics that I liked, uh, I couldn't get the I couldn't get the performance right. I couldn't vocally perform it how I heard it in my head. And that was like a big issue. Um, and that sucked. It really did. I was, I felt defeated. I, I re-recorded it. I spent three different days, um, like just, you know, not in a row, but spread out within like two weeks of just trying to tackle it and, and and get it right to how I hear it in my head, which a lot of the times is really, really hard to do. Um, you know, whether that's just performance or whether that's mixing, you know, I'm not a really good, I'm not a great mixer. Actually, I don't even know how to mix. So, you know, sometimes a lot of the things I hear, if it's not performance wise, it's, in the mix and I can hear how I want it to sit and I can hear the effect that I want and the whatever reverb tail that I want it to have. But that stuff is very confusing for me. You know, I can sit down and fucking learn and watch t- tutorials all day, but r- that's not where the passion lies. So it's hard for me to like stay focused. I get distracted easy when it comes to things like that. Like today I have on my, on my to-do list that I make daily. Um, I've been slacking and sleeping on it recently but um yeah it kind of helps me figure out what I need to do for the day but one of them is like straight up learn how to tune vocals not not auto-tune but like uh melodyne or um waves tune like I want to sit down and I've done this multiple times but I've never done it to the point like I'll learn how to do it and then the second I I finish it that afternoon that it's gone like I, I never practice it enough to like actually keep that skill set so like I want to do that and I can do, I can watch one video in 20 minutes and learn how to do it. But there's, there's a part of me that's like fucking being lazy or something. Um, so yeah, I, I, I do those goals every day, but, uh, fuck, I forgot what my point was. I think I was talking about recording the hook. Essentially, I finally recorded the hook. Uh, I recorded the, you know, the vocal dubs. I recorded the harmonies and everything. And I like it. I, um, I think the song's done. Um, I've listened to it multiple times to see if there's anything else I can add vocally, whether that's like an ad lib or, you know, just a dub or, or what have you, or if there's anything I can do to the instrumental. But I, I think it's at a place that I, that I really enjoy. And, uh, the next step would be like sending it to the, to, uh, the guy who mixes my music and seeing what we can do there creatively to take it to the next level. Cause I'm always trying to like up the last song up my last production um, cause like being, being my own, um, producer is, is new to me. I've been producing since I started, but I didn't really, really do it until I got back from tour last year. And that's when I made bad week. And I was like, oh shit, I can produce. Cause before, before that I would never, I would never trust my gut. I would always make song like I remember I made the song. Um, I released a song called June fifth. Shit, is that what it's called? June third, something like that. Fuck, bad memory. And uh, I produced the initial beat, 
And, you know, it's a pretty simple beat. Looking back, I'm like, it's nothing groundbreaking or incredible. But at the time, you know, I was like, oh, this this sounds cool. Like, I think I can make a song out of this. But I sent the stems and everything to um, a producer that I was working a lot with at that time. Um, and he, like, kind of changed the hi-hats and barely. And uh, maybe cleaned up a couple things here and there. Maybe added some slight percussion, maybe. Um, and then when he sent it back, because somebody else had worked on it, a different producer put their hands on it and like put their seal of approvement. I was like, oh, it is good. No, I wasn't able to just be like, this is good. I did a hundred percent of it and I believe that it's good. I needed like some type of validation from a different person that was musically inclined. Um, and I feel like I was like that for a long time. I My biggest struggle for years, for five years, was I'm not on because I don't have a producer, which is such a stupid train of thought. Like, I I thought I need to find my 40, my, you know, Drake's producer. I need to find my 40 who's going to help me build out these songs. Even though I've been playing guitar and making music, you know, for... As long as I can remember. So I I had to find that trust within myself. And it's still something I struggle with. You know, when I make a beat, I like to send it off to producers, which is, is that's totally fine. You know, I think creatively you should get input from your your friends, whether they are in that field or not, um, just to kind of get their, their perspective. But it's different because before... I needed them to say that it was really, really good or for them to fucking change something and add their own touch for me to, like, like it. But now it's totally different. I couldn't imagine, like, I don't, at this point, unless that shit was fucking flames. And, I again, that's just where I'm at now. I'm not saying in the future. In the future, it could be totally different. But the Darren right now in this closet... <laughs> I, I don't know if I could just take a record from a producer that made a song or a beat for me and just, like, write lyrics and record it and, boom, put it out as a Darren song. Like, that doesn't seem likely. Um, granted, like, a lot of, you know, I, I have a lot, of, a lot of room to grow in production, and uh, there's a lot of things that I, that I know that I can get better at, and I know that if I work with producers, we can achieve a better sound. But just, like, getting a beat from a different producer like you know people producers will try to send me beats in my email and uh it just doesn't even feel right and before you know a year ago and then some that's the only route I saw that was feasible I was waiting for that special record from a producer who's just gonna you know just drop it in my lap and I I'm glad that I went through that because now I know that's not the right approach at least for me I know that that's not the right approach and, uh, you know, it sucks that it took me fucking five years to figure that out. But hey, I figured it out. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's been interesting. Uh, my my workflow is slow. I'll admit that. And, uh, you know, in the it's crazy in the day and age that we are, we are now, whether that's a YouTuber or a fucking Instagram model, or an artist, an artist up and coming. 
there's this pressure put on us, whether that's put on yourself or by your peers, that you have to put up something every day, every week, every fucking minute. And honestly, there's two sides of me. There's the producer side who worked at SourceFed, who understood what it takes to like build a business and a brand. And then there's the other side of me who's just like, not to sound pretentious, but just like the artist side of me who is who fights that side because they just want to put out something when they think it's done or when they feel good about it. And it's more about the quality than the quantity, which is so hard. I mean, I, I, I had a, a phone call with a guy. He's like a distributor for music. Um, he works at a company. And he was asking me, like, how, how often do I put out music? How often do I keep my social, social media audience engaged? And, uh, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you clearly follow what I do especially if you're this far into the podcast. Uh, if you listen to like the first three minutes and, and moved away, you're a hater, most likely. <laughs> or a slightly interested friend, which is also fine. Um, but yeah, like I, you know, I responded and told them like, honestly, I'm not that good at that. I, uh, I post Instagram stories every now and then. I'll post a photo maybe fucking once every blue moon, but I don't. It's not natural to me, you know. I, uh, there's a part of me inside, maybe it's deep down, maybe it's not, that hates social media. So, I don't know. I, um, the weird thing is I, I feel like deep down I hate it, but then I check it every day. So that's like a weird thing. If I'm checking it, why can't I post something? I don't know. It's, it's a weird internal battle. And maybe I just I put more thought into it than 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 that is needed or that is necessary. But I I want to be like a. This is literally the first artist that popped in my head just because he released something recently. Uh, Mac Miller. Sometimes you see him on social media. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes he takes a year or two off. Sometimes he puts out a bunch of projects. Again, I'm not talking about musically, but just his his career choices and his brand essentially. You know, I wanna I wanna work on music and I I don't wanna have to feel like I have to put it out every day or every month. Even though I think that if I put out more music, I will definitely get better. That's just true. But at the same time, I really wanna take my time. I think that's why I strayed away from making the vlogs. If you're unfamiliar, unfamiliar, I used to uh, make vlogs on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Darren Von Gerdner. Um, they won't let me change it to just Darren. That's besides the point. Uh, the reason I stopped, even though I enjoyed making them, they were they were kind of getting in the way of just making the music. I was too focused on trying to make the vlogs look cool than focus on the songwriting aspect. And then you, you know, then then the idea is like, well, what if you just have someone else film it? And 
they're like a fly on the wall. And that's possible. I could see that. But it also changes the vibe. I do like working alone, and it's so weird. I Going back to the producer thing, I, I would have never seen this being an option. I would have never seen like me wanting to do everything. You know, I still want to collaborate with singers and producers and things like that, but writing-wise and coming up with my melodies and producing, man, it's a totally different vibe when I'm just alone. Um, like, I've worked with other producer friends, and I realized, you know, everybody has their own path, and everyone has their own goals and dreams and where they want their career to be. Nine times out of ten... It doesn't really line up with how your goals and your path and your dreams are. So when you get together with people, everyone's kind of giving a, I don't want to say 50% effort, but let's say they're giving 80% effort, you know? I, uh, I uh, you know, <laughs> oddly enough, I was at a, I was, um, and this this pertains to what I'm saying, I was working a freelance gig and the job doesn't have a lot of like uh, food options as far as lunch goes around around like, uh, you know, everything's kind of far. And at this place, you can't just um, you can't just take your car and leave. It's one of those places where you have to pay every time. So I'm not going to pay to leave for lunch and then have to pay when I leave for the end of the day. So I looked up on my phone, and for some reason I was fucking craving garbage, and I want a jack-in-the-box. And I noticed that there was a jack-in-the-box like a mile and a half away. And I looked up how long it would take to walk there. Maybe it was like two miles or something, I don't know. But it said on the GPS it would take 20 minutes to walk there. And I have an hour lunch. So I started walking there, and I walked there, and on the way there, I was thinking, as I always do, I was thinking, man... Let's say one of my friends from that freelance gig wanted lunch too. One, I would have never even brought up the option to walk to Jack in the Box because it's too far. It's 20 minutes one way. I don't want to inconvenience. I don't want to be an inconvenience to somebody because, you know, that's mean. I, I should be respectful to people's time and I would just feel bad. So one, I wouldn't even bring it up. And when I was thinking of that, I was like, holy fuck. Not that I like, not that working creatively with others stifles you, but I want to say slightly it holds you back. Just slightly. Not all the time, just from my perspective. And that is only because the only person that is willing to go that far is me. Unless that person too wants jack in the box or that person too wants to you know wants me to make it as much as you know I do if that if that makes sense I don't know if I'm explaining that correctly but it's like uh you know my career I you know I have a vision of where I want my career to be unless this person that I'm working with also has that that same vision almost to a T then it's hard, you know what I mean? Because we only have so much time. There's only 24 hours in the day. Fucking eight hours of those, we're sleeping. It's tricky. So 
I realized that I can go much, much further. I can walk those two miles. I can, you know, spend seven hours trying to figure out this specific guitar riff for this song because at the end of the day, it's for me. It's for my end product. Now, when I was talking about working with a friend, I remember we were working on a bass line and nothing was really working. We couldn't, we, you know, we had one in mind, but it was only okay. And I, we sat there for like 20 minutes trying to figure out the bass line. And then I remember the producer said this, he said, I'll just figure it out later. And which is totally fine. And it totally makes sense. Because, you know, we only have so much time, let's not waste it. But that right there proves that at this point in my career, the only person that is going to sit there for hours until they figure out that baseline is me. You know, when I when I get to a, a bigger point of success and I have accolades and I have, you know, I'm playing bigger shows. There'll be producers who want to sit there for six hours to find out that baseline because they want royalties or, you know, it's beneficial to their career as well. But at this point, I got to walk alone. And that's kind of like why I have like this podcast. You know, I have. It's already like just kind of this word vomit is already like helping me think about some of the stuff that floats around in my brain and I'm, I'm finally getting it out you know what I mean and I can sit back and re-listen to this and see how I really feel because I uh I don't know I feel like when um when there's a mic in my face and I'm in a closet by myself I'll say really how I feel uh so yeah I feel like that's kind of I don't know how I got there from like voice memos but I did realize at one point I do think Jack in the Box was a pivotal moment that I can go much, I can go far with friends, I can go far with peers and, you know, fellow musicians, but I can go the furthest by myself at this point because I'm willing to sit there for hours and figure out how it needs to sound. Although I might get discouraged, although it might take me a month, although I might have setbacks, the final product will be how I wanted it, you know, because it's my end product. And if, you know, if I don't give a fuck about it, if I don't care how it's going to sound, if I don't put in those extra hours to, you know, actually make it good or how it sounds in my head, you know, why should anybody care? And not everything is that hard, you know, some songs come a lot easier. Like, um, you know, and I'll talk about this in a different episode with voice memos and things like that. But uh, the song White Lies, even though I did sit on it for a few months, um, the recording and the writing process, very fast. Recorded the hooks. Recorded the hook and wrote and recorded the hook with uh, my friend Alex, who's the one singing the hook, who is my actual, um, my vocal coach. I haven't um, done a session in a minute. But uh, yeah, he, you know, we, we did a vocal session 
as far as like, you know, a lesson, I should say, not a session. And then after he, uh, he was like, you want to write something? I was like, yeah, of course. You know, and he, he makes music every day as well. He's like, what have you been working on? And, uh, I had made the white lies beat like the day prior, maybe two days prior. And I didn't have any verses yet, but I had like rough ideas. I played it for him and he was like, bro, this is it. This is the one. I showed him something else. He's like, nope, it's the other one. So we sat down for, I don't know, 30 minutes. And I, I don't know why, but I had, the, I had that idea of white lies in my head. And uh, we fucking wrote that bitch real quick. Right when we finished it, there was uh, it, the beauty of writing this fast and doing things this fast is there's no time to overthink, which has its pros and cons. But we wrote it fucking maybe 20 minutes, recorded it. He did like maybe four vocal takes. And I was like, boom, that's it. I went home. I edited it, you know. And that was a wrap. Then that that same afternoon, I wrote the verses and recorded them the next morning. Boom, the song was done. So it's like sometimes it's a lot quicker. And uh, to me, the weird thing is, and maybe I can take something from that, but to this day, that's still my favorite song I've ever made. Um, maybe because that's like the most commercially um, not successful, even though I guess it is. But it sounds very commercial compared to anything else I've ever made. And as far as like sound, genre, tone, it's the closest to what I want my music to be. So yeah, sometimes the shit takes a long time. Like this podcast. Said I was going to do it two months ago. Sometimes it's real quick, like white lies. I don't know. With that being said, I think uh, I've rambled enough for the first episode. Tweet at me, at Darren, Darren, Darren. That's uh, D-A-R-E-N. Just my name three times. Oh, shit, no, that's on Instagram. You can do that, too. On Instagram, it's at Darren Von Gerdner. I wish I can fucking get the other Twitter handle, but someone has it already. Uh, Instagram is at Darren, Darren, Darren. Twitter is at Darren Von Gerdner. Um... Tweet at me, direct message, whatever you want to do. Um, let me know if you have any questions, things you want things you want me to talk about on this podcast. Um, tweet at me, let me know what your thoughts are. Did you learn anything? Uh, you take anything from it? Uh, did you hate it? I don't I don't know. You know? You're you're a person. You're your own person. You can say whatever you want. I would love to know your thoughts. So, you know, let's have a conversation. Uh, I do have a Patreon. That I started, and uh, some lovely people have already, like, become patrons, but I, uh, I never, I, I haven't, like, officially started it yet. I didn't charge anybody, but they're, but they're still there. If you want to search that, I believe it's Darren. Let me look it up. I should have been more prepared, but I'm not. Uh, let's see. That's not it. Let me do a quick damn Google search. What is my Patreon? Is it Darren, Darren, Darren? Yep, there it is. Uh, Patreon.com slash Darren, Darren, Darren. Um, yeah, if you want to support, you want to, uh, you know, throw me a dollar a month or whatever whatever you see fit, that would be dope and appreciated. And uh, 
will help keep this podcast going, will help keep my music career going. Uh, yeah, I, I, I appreciate that. And um, I think that's all. I don't know. I'm trying to trying to figure out if I if I'm missing anything, but I, I don't think I am. So uh, I'm gonna we'll see how often I do this. And uh, have a good one. Thank you for listening. Appreciate your support. Goodbye. <laughs>